Remember Rico Stark? Oh my gosh. Yeah, long time. Anyway. Yeah. This week's episode of I've Got Nothing is brought to you by hats to wear in the snow. Hey, uh, snow might look real pretty, but it gets in your hair and makes your hair all wet. And if you put a lot of product in your hair to make it look pretty, snow is basically water. So you're kind of messing it up. And I know you think you might look cool with those little flecks of snow dotting all up in your hair, but you don't. You look like a pretentious guy that wants to show off how he can handle the cold. So put on a hat. Are, are you talking about John? No, I'm talking about Ramsey. Oh, yeah, him too. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Anyway, what, what is this podcast called again? I've got nothing. Who came up with that? It's actually my girlfriend. Oh, shit. <laughs> Welcome to I've Got Nothing, the most unnecessary format for a podcast since Lost was on the air. I'm Colin. I'm Alex. And this week we are discussing Game of Thrones Season 5, Episode 7, The Gift. Uh, I've read all the books, and I've seen the entire show. I'm here now. Uh, season 7 was good. What season are we on right now? We're on season 5. Wow, we're working our way back. Yeah. Uh, Alright, cool. Uh, what was The Gift? Uh, I think that it's funny, because going into it, um, The Gift is actually land on the map of Westeros. Uh, really? The, the Night's Watch, the part where they kind of live south of the wall, that yeah. was called... That was given to the Night's Watch by the Lord, the King of the North, like a thousand years ago. Yeah. For them to kind of, that's where they farm. That's where they keep the livestock. That's kind of what they they rely on that land to, you know, Survive. sustain. Yeah, yeah. So people thought going into this episode, it was referred to that. Obviously, coming out of it, it's Tyrion. Yeah. It's much more literal. It's not yeah. like something happens in the Gift. All you know, all those stuff happens with the Night's Watch, but no, Tyrion's the Gift. I guess a little bit. If you wanted to get stretched a bit, you could say Cersei's the gift that Lancel delivers That's what I was playing to around the Sparrows. With. But, I mean, we have Tyrion in this episode saying, I I'm am the gift. gift. So yeah. there's not really a lot to I, I was trying to reach there because, like, yeah. it, it felt almost too straightforward. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, you want to jump into it? I, I guess. This was a movie. Like, I don't have a lot to say about this episode. I mean, it's just there. a lot of moves. I mean, some, some fun character moments, but... I was thinking in that scene with Littlefinger and Oleana where it's like, this is really fun to watch, but both these people die. Like I know yeah. I know the end point of both of these characters and how does that how does that kind of affect my viewing experience? Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, that's exactly because I I'll go through a few scenes and talk about knowing my perspective. I'm like Just it touch doesn't on the go stuff. through this. I, I don't think I, I almost want to say we don't need to touch on every single scene. Just That's what I was about to recommend. Go to the stuff that intrigues you, that raises yeah. questions in you, or stuff that you have taken. Absolutely. On. I mean, I'll still run through mention like in order, but yeah. I'm not gonna hit. I'm not gonna try to find something where there isn't anything. For sure. For sure. Uh, so yeah, we. I mean, we check in with John. We'll see him next episode. Yeah. Uh, we jump over to the wild, wild, uh, wildling or. Uh, not Wildling, I know her name, it's uh, Gilly. Gilly! Uh, we check in on Gilly, and for her scenes, um, I this is passing a little bit, but that, I'm happy to see what I haven't, which is what I haven't seen, which is like, Sam and Gilly, like, fighting, for, not fighting for each other, but proving themselves that they care about each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, watching it retroactively, I've seen a lot of Gilly give, and not so much Sam. Well, uh, yeah, Sam's kind of the lovable fat guy. Yeah. He, he's not tough. And, like, you saw, you know, he did that thing where he, like, said fuck you to his dad and stole his sword. Yeah. That was cool, but Sam has, like, two purposes in the show, really. It's yeah. to find out about Dragonglass and to tell John about um, his parentage, which will happen in the next season. Yeah, do you think Gilly's going to die? I don't know. Um, Gilly went back with Sam, right? I, yeah, I, I've yeah, kind yeah, of lost what I track. Remember, yeah. yeah, so Gilly's important. You know, Gilly has served her purpose. I. I suppose, um, I don't know, I rewatched 
I rewatched uh, like the Harry Potter movies very recently, yeah, yeah. and I think about how in that last one that like so many like supporting characters that like didn't necessarily need to die to serve the story. Like yeah. their stories had kind of naturally ended in they're you know out of the protagonist, but they died for the sake of like showing this final battle is deadly. Like yeah. a lot of people are biting it. So yeah, maybe Gilly dies. It's but you just think there's six episodes left of the show. Yeah. Do I really want time devoted to giving Gilly some kind of like meaningful end? And I, I don't think she'll I think I don't think she'll have a send off, but I think it'll be added to like the gravity yeah. of what's happening around you. Yeah. Uh, you see what I talked about last week with how, you know, kind of the show was a lot more flippant in its use of sexual violence before. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, yet again, like, oh, hey, tension, because Gilly might get raped, and then Sam's gonna show up and save her. And it's yeah. like, on one hand, yeah, okay, so she's a wildling woman, and the Night's Watch are, by nature, a bunch of criminals and rapists that have yeah. been sent there, as opposed to, like, dying in prison. But, like, do you still really need to see it? Yeah. Even though, like, Sam gets a chance to get punched in the face 11 times, which yeah, I don't... I, I know he's a big dude. I don't think you'd survive that. No. Like, there... There there, there been, was, like, five punches. Five punches then. He there was have like been real-life cases of, like, you get punched in the head once and you die. Yeah. Like, people have died from being punched in the face one time. <laughs> that was aggressive, to say the least. Um, but, I'm, I don't know. Happy for him. But, yeah... Uh, big doggo showed up and saved the big old doggo. Although I kind of wanted, I kind of wanted him to fight. Like but I was I mean, ready that, for that. But I mean, that isn't that the nature of the show? To an, I mean, and it's less so in the later seasons where it does kind of go in a bit more like fan servicey. Like, yeah. tro- and I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. It's just that after all this build up, it finally kind of becomes the epic fantasy. It's always yeah. been, you know, you've expected yeah, yeah, it to yeah. be. But you know. The for the longest time, the show was the show. We're like, okay, if the fat guy that's a bad fighter like stands up for like a girl he likes, like it doesn't matter that he's being brave. Like if those dudes are better fighters than him, he's gonna fucking die. Yeah. <laughs> like that's just that's the nature of the show. It's not, it, it, you know, you don't have superpowers. Like you don't have the plot armor of just like, oh, you're fighting better than you normally well, do, do fight because like you're Love. you're fighting for bravery. I gotcha. It's like no, that that isn't how it oh. works. Then they fuck. They fuck. Yeah, that's um, exciting. You want to hear something scary? Yeah. In the novels, when that scene happens, it's, and it's not specifically like that. Like the rape was added, or the, the threat of rape was added to the show, which again, you know, yeah, to which the problematic what we talked about. Yeah. Um, I think the first time they fuck is when they're on the boat going to the Citadel. So it's a bit later in the timeline, but Gilly whispers in his ears after they're done, "I'm your wife now." <laughs> because and, and and in the world of the show it's because gilly's a wildling and wildlings have no formal laws of like marriage or cohabitation it's just generally like hey if you're shacking up with someone and you are continuing to do that and like you spend a lot of time together husband and wife just kind of comes naturally but like imagine you're having sex with someone for the first time even if it's like someone you know and they whisper that to you after oh you're done my God. Oh my God. that's amazing it's horrifying that's terrifying. It's terrifying absolutely terrifying uh so rough transition point because the next scene is uh sansa and ramsey yeah yeah uh, reek is a fucking snitch Who yeah thought it? i i mean i i really do want to see what happens to him now uh because like who reek? Or yeah, reek. Yeah. I I have a feeling it's just something terrible and god awful. Um, I mean, and it's that weird. We're gonna watch a lot of brutalness. It's weird that he seems to be being set up for a redemption arc. Yeah. 
Because, like, it, that's what it feels like now knowing him in reverse. And more importantly, I'm, I'm still, you know, this is jumping way back to season seven when we talked about that. I'm still curious as to how that's going to play because everyone in the show is going to one point at, at now. And then he's off on his own being like, I'm going to go save my sister. Yeah. And my power is you can kick me in the balls and it won't hurt. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. Uh, I mean... The, Maybe he maybe he doesn't serve the bigger story at the end. Uh, maybe he has to though. Like, There's only six episodes left. You don't have time. Like for I, Chuffa. Like maybe he ends up just being like, just kind of, not written off, but kind of serves one purpose for the last six episodes. Maybe I mean he dies. will. Assuming that Cersei is still in King's Landing, and my theory comes around that like the knights, the uh, the the Night King gets to King's Landing and turns Cersei into a White Walker, and she becomes the Night Queen. Maybe he plays into it. That's somehow he'll play into that oh, because he's gonna be in King's Landing trying to save Yara. Yeah. So, oh, that's kind of interesting. Mm. I'll think about that. Uh, let's jump around a little bit. Jump, um, jump, jump around. We we have uh, Ser Jorah uh, and Tyrion being sold into slavery with yeah. a fun little bit of Tyrion beating someone up. Yeah, Tyrion beats the shit out of that guy. Yeah, that was aggressive. I mean, you know, he he does sell slaves. Yeah. Slave selling slaves is bad. Yeah. I hope that yeah, we at I've got nothing are strongly opposed to slaves. I think we've addressed that before previously, yeah. but I think it's always good just uh, like don't, to just throw that in there. Don't sell them, don't buy them, don't <laughs> just turn people into slaves. All around, I think we should very much make clear statements that we're against that. Yeah. Uh if slavery offered to be a sponsor on the show, we would turn them down. That's that's a good bit. I'm gonna make sure that we do not have that as a sponsor. We would turn slavery away, the institution. No matter how much uh, they pay us. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, and we'll address what happens over there later. But we go over to Danny, and uh, I don't remember his name honestly. I'm just you he's a fuckboy. What are, you're you calling him fuckboy? He's a fuckboy. Like. He totally is. Okay. Also, speaking of which, this is totally unrelated, or it's tangentially related, but uh, uh, Army Hammer and Call Me By Your Name is a fuckboy. Uh, I mean, he fucks boys. <laughs> I'm sorry, did I say something shocking? <laughs> I can't breathe. I don't care that it's like the free love of the 80s and it's in Italy where age of consent is different. It's like, you know, a 25-year-old and a 17-year-old. One of them is a boy. I was literally saying, like... Yeah, I, he, and I know it's supposed to be all like you know literature based and kind of in the tradition of like the, how the ancient Greek philosophers would often take young boys under their wing and they would be like their tutors but also like their fuck boys like yeah. you know I know it's that and there was a time twenty thousand years ago when that was accepted as a natural part of the education of a scholar or otherwise learned young man but you know what we're not, not... in that time anymore and you shouldn't do it. Okay. All right. So I, I mean, I'm glad that we got both uh, slavery and pedophilia out of the way. Yeah. Uh, this podcast episode. Academy Award nominee think... for Best Picture. Call me by your name. <laughs> I'm glad that we addressed that full frontal. Um, yeah. The Danny and the fuckboy. Uh, they have a sex strategy. Um, kind of tastefully non-nude because yeah. Amelia Clark had gotten it out of her contract by this point. Oh, that's nice. Um, it was very nice, and they had a nice. Uh, I hit. I, again, I think I mentioned this earlier. I know I mentioned this earlier in the podcast, but I do appreciate how Danny does see herself as a ruler. Yeah. Um, that she was really jarred by that line that he goes of, 
all rulers are either butchers or meat. Yeah. Um, and I, I appreciate her shades of gray. I think sometimes she, get it, when she gets more black and white is when it gets uh, is when is when you can question her values. But as a ruler, like she believes that there is a place. I think she goes black and white when she's pushed up against a yeah. wall. Like she, she 100%. Did, yeah. She, as a ruler, she's definitely learned some of the. I mean, she's marrying this dude. And, you know, opening, you know, going and witnessing these fights to the death, which, like, I want to, we're going to talk about that in a second. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, she's opening herself up to things that she normally would have never done for the sake of being, like, a democratic yeah, and yeah. diplomatic ruler. But we've also seen her dark side, which is if you put her against the wall, she will, you Fucking know, dragons. she'll deal in absolute. She has dragons. <laughs> she has dragons. Like, yeah, not in this season. She doesn't have dragons right yeah. now, but she has dragons in general. Yeah, I, I, and I mean, you saw like, uh, yeah, you saw a lot of that black and white. And I think the most like, one of the most jarring, not jarring, but like illuminating scenes of season uh, of the latest season was whenever uh, he yeah. was like, "Join me or die," um, and like, yeah, that's black and white. I'm curious. I'm thinking about. The possibility, you know, like, let's assume that Game of Thrones does go for the darker ending, you know, yeah. and a lot of these characters don't make it. I'm curious how they're going to handle it because it's not really the kind of show to just have a big battle scene where, like, they just knock off a bunch of characters. This yeah. is a show where the main characters have died through their, often by their own fault. Like, yeah, they, yeah. their choices put them into situations where there's no escape. And yeah. you wonder, like, okay, so then how does, if, like, let's say Daenerys isn't going to make it out of mm -hmm. this series because John is the trueborn heir to the Targaryen house. Like how does she go down? I mean, I don't think she's put her yeah, she hasn't put herself in situations enough to Yeah. lend herself to that. And uh, and again, maybe she and John don't die because they've both already died and are there like more safe from plot from like you know plot death. But who who's to say? I don't know. Um, I think right. towards the future. We'll have to Exactly. And I think as we go on we'll keep discovering like Yeah. Well we'll keep uh like letting that evolve. Um, cool. We see High Sparrow and Lady Elena. Um, yeah, that goes about as you'd expect. Yeah, I mean, I give like me them my grandchildren. Scene. No, yeah, I'm religious. No, I want them back though. <laughs> you can't have them. Yeah. End of scene. <laughs> that was fantastic. Spot on. Uh, then you get Kate King and Cersei. Uh, the line that I thought was interesting in this is Did you say Kate King, Kid King. Okay, Kate King was someone we went to elementary school. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was you think Kate call. King's listening to this? No, okay. absolutely not. Probably definitely. There's no <laughs> way she would Absolutely be. not. Okay. Uh, Kid King and Cersei. Uh, he has this line, uh, which is, uh, actually I can't exactly remember, what, but I've noticed it as a theme of like, he can't, he gets very frustrated at things he can't control. Yeah. Um, and I don't think, like, he says I'm king, but I don't think he believes it. No, no. Um, well, I mean, he listens to his mom, and he listens to his wife, yeah. and he listens to his parent. It's Which, like he Now knowing that, when I look at, like, his suicide, and I look like him taking his own life, like, I guess in a way that was what made sense. Because um, he, most of the time, he's been complaining about things that he, that are out of his hand. Yeah. Um, and so when I think about him taking his own life, now retroactively looking at it, like... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what what does he have to going... By the time he kills himself, what does he have going for him? Not a whole lot. No. Like... Like, there's fuck, fuck this world. Yeah. Uh, and it's the one thing that he can't control, mm -hmm. uh, which is sad to think about, but I get it. I get it. Um, 
So yeah, we jumped to that. Uh, let's see, what else do we have? I don't. I, I was, you know, rewatching that scene. I don't. It's hard sometimes to buy Cersei, you, like when they, she does these more tender scenes as like honest, the, like, you know, like the loving mother. Like I buy. I don't her, think it's. Def- oh, sorry. Yeah, I meant to talk on this. I, I buy her vulnerable side in her scenes with Jamie. Yeah. A lot of the time, like that's when I really get the, like some of the more fleshed out. Like, okay, so this is a very hard, very ruthless, very deadly character, but she does have. I think she know, props up her kids. Moments of softness, but yeah. they try to present her like that in these moments with her kids. But she, it's, it seems like the more level of like manipulation that she does to everybody else. Yeah, it doesn't feel genuine. Exactly. Um, I mean, and if it was, I, I was. Thinking I, thanks for bringing this up. I almost skimmed over it. Of uh, was like, she's talking about like how she wants the best for her kid. Yeah. We know that's not true. Yeah. We know that the best for him is to be to not be king. Yeah. Like the best for your kid is to go back to Castle Rock and just enjoy your life and you yeah. know let the Tyrells handle things. But she's so obsessed with power. Yeah. And being seen as being powerful. Which while I don't know, we we've talked a lot about like once she lost her kids, she lost everything. But I haven't seen evidence that she needed her kids, um, other than as props, other than as like fuel. Like I, her Jamie scenes, absolutely, one hundred percent. That is that is who fuels her. Uh, I mean, maybe she doesn't now though, because the last we've seen of her, she sends Jamie away. Like they are yeah. broken up at this point. You that know? is true. It's, yeah, she is truly. For the first, I mean, she's always really been on her own. Like the yeah. reason that everyone around her dies or leaves her is because she's never, she's always been alone. But now she's literally alone. Yeah. You know. I guess we're gonna have to see it. Like. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, what has propelled her? That I've I've given her the defense of kids for a while, but as I continue to grow with this show, like I don't know that. By that this makes point sense. in the book, she is it, it. She's almost insane. Yeah. Like she she has become so power hungry and so paranoid and like the and kind of in the same way it does with Tyrion. Like the book plays a lot of attention to how much she drinks. Like she yeah. is a stone cold alcoholic. Yeah. So her actions are often fall behind. Like she doesn't really have much bearing on reality. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. Okay, that's more interesting. Um. We then we jump to the Dornish fighter scenes um, with the weird strip tease thing. Yeah, titties. Yeah. Uh, which was some petty shit that I yeah, enjoyed. Yeah, Jerome Flynn's got a beautiful singing voice. Got to hear yeah. him sing the song. It's cute. Uh, and that was some petty shit that I was all here for, almost killing him. Mm. <laughs> because uh, I enjoyed that. That's about. I don't have. Yeah. I don't have anything about. That I think. Scene. Br- I think Braun's pretty untouchable. Yeah. Like... He, he's just. He. He's too like. Just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> you know. He doesn't have anything to live for except for gold and like having fun. Yeah. Like... He's, he's out there. He's just having fun. Yeah. I'd be okay with at the end of the series if he just kind of gets his castle. I'll, I'll bet that, like, you know, I mean, if he dies, I'll bet it's in a way that, like, makes Jamie feel like a dick. Yeah. You know? Or it's, like, a reverse. Like, Jamie, like, dies and Braun actually, like, learns something about what it means to have a fulfilling life. I yeah. don't know. Uh, Those two seem pretty intertwined at this point. Uh, yeah, 100%. Uh, bros for a life. Yeah. Bros for life. Uh, we think of a scene with Littlefinger and... Elena, um... The old brothel. I, sorry, I I don't have a lot of notes on this because, once again, whenever I see Littlefinger, I just scream a lot uh-huh. in my head. Yeah. I think it's, um... So I didn't really write much down. Yeah. Um, didn't really have a lot of bits about it. It looks like they conspired to kill 
the King Before Kid King, which I guess that? is Mini King. You're gonna call, that's what you're gonna call him? Until I find his real name. Okay. I haven't seen him. He's dead. Um, so Mini King. But I know he's the he I know that there was a king that was a diff there was a Kid King one. Kid King version one. Yeah, so I'm gonna call him Kid King Mini, because okay. I presume he was smaller. Um, uh, from what I've seen. Um, so Kid King one, uh it sounds like they killed him. Um and then yeah. Well, no, you know because remember when Oleana dies in season seven, she's like, "Tell Cersei I want her to know." Oh yeah, yeah. They do, yeah, that. yeah. they do that whole thing. Yeah, I guess I didn't know that Littlefinger conspired with him. Um, yeah. Not that it matters because he doesn't face justice for that. He faces justice at the hand of. Sansa. Well, and that's that's kind of not I, that's kind of a bit that I was kind of hoping that he would while he died, and I think now no now seeing what I saw last episode like. That needed to happen with Sansa, mm-hmm. but like he probably should. I feel like he should have paid for a lot of more debts. Debts. Um, I think that's one of the things about the show that can be frustrating, but also like what makes it endearing is you don't, uh, you often don't get to see the big battles that you want. Yeah. Like it's it's not Star Wars. Like Luke doesn't get to like go fight Darth Vader. Yeah, it's yeah. like oftentimes like yes, there are these, you know relationships between characters who don't maybe don't even really know each other but they have wronged each other in a way where you want to see them meet and battle so that like the one you're on the side of can get that revenge but you don't get that in this world you just you die off in your own way with a lot of unfulfilled wants yeah uh that's still why i think Arya's is not gonna make it like yeah i mean i i feel i mean as as Oh, fun of a character episode. as she is like she is a purely like vengeance and violence driven character and we've seen yeah. how those kinds of characters end up well i mean on one and hand again like what you said that's the thing it's like way. and maybe she lives but because the show is always favored the ruthless like if you're willing to not act emotionally and just act out of your own self-interest you tend to last longer yeah in this show so well, it was so with 100 percent self-interest yeah that's difficult uh, we jumped. We jumped over uh, a dad and his daughter scene. Uh, she wants to marry Tristan. That's all I have. Yeah. Other than that, we then have Sir Jorah fighting. Um, gladiator. Yeah, gladiator. This shit pissed me off because this was not good sport. It yeah. was not good sport. I mean, and you think about. Have you watched Spartacus? I, the show. The show. No, no, the no, no, Either no, one. No, I no, I haven't watched the show. Because I mean, you you do. Th- not to say that I endorse like the uh, fighting to the death for sport, but you can kind of appreciate how if you own gladiators, the necessity to train them for long-lasting battles, because like you're putting on a show for yeah. the people. Like it's not much of a show if your guys like because most fights last less than thirty seconds. Yeah. Like one of them is stronger and will kill the other one out of the basic primal urge. To survive. Okay, where are you going? Because well, this one is just a bunch of dudes just killing yeah. the shit out of each other so quick. It's like, how is that entertaining? Yeah. Like, if I lived in this time and I was the kind of person that would go see fights to the death, would let's let's be honest, I would. I would pay <laughs> money to see trained warriors fight to the death. I do. It. Sign me up. I would want it to last a little while. So like, just just to make sure so we're against slavery, we're against pedophilia. Pedophilia. But um fighting death fights are okay i think that as a society we're okay with it because of the rate of concussions in the national football league which is the most popular sport in interesting. america interesting um and obviously like not that i would want to like watch it now i'm saying that if i was a rich roman in the time of ancient that's Rome, fair I... I would go to the games yeah you'd see football what else is there to do 
Uh, uh, if you're rich and you live in ancient Rome, there's basically four things to do. Wage war. Yes. Read books. Yes. Or uh, read, uh, read books. I guess five things. Wage, wage war. Read books. Debate in politics. Have sex with whores. And go watch men kill each other for sport. Yeah. Farm, maybe. I'm not if you're rich. No, rich Roman. Oh, no, rich. Not, not uh, a poor Roman. Poor uh, Roman, no, if you're a farmer, you just farm. Yeah, yeah, you got one thing. Maybe you get a wife so you can make some kids that will keep farming, farming after for you, you. Die. Strong farmers. Yes. Uh, cool. Uh, Sir Jorah, I, I'm really interested now to see. We don't, we haven't seen, or I haven't seen a lot of, like, what caused the Sir Jorah and Danny breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, of what year would that be? 2013? Yeah, 2014? He, he's a badass. Yeah, uh, he was, and he dominated them. Uh, yeah, I guess it would have, because this, this season was 2015, so it would have yeah. been 2014. Yeah, so I, I haven't seen the breakup yet, so the, that's what I've noticed weirdly watching this back is I get excited. That is one of the characters that has really been through some shit. Yeah. Because he's like not one of the main characters, you don't think about it. Yeah. Like, even in the time you've seen him, he's been captured, Captured. sold, banished. Captured, captured, sold into slavery, slavery, forced to fight in games for sport, yeah. to live, caught grayscale, yeah. nearly died from grayscale, survived grayscale, grayscale, traveled from Dragonstone up north, gone beyond yeah. the wall, did all that yeah. shit. Like, he's been through a lot. He just goes through things. Yeah. Respect. Um, so, yeah, I, what I was saying yeah, is I think watching it uh, the way I have is I get more excited for those things that people reference that I just haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Um, is There's just these like un- big unknowns that like I think are going to end up being rewarding. Yeah. Um, instead of stuff that like, oh, we don't know where this is going to happen. It's going to be, there, there's going to be a bigger payoff. Exactly. Um, one thing that I want to say is like, whenever Tyrion does give himself as a gift, like how was that, was how was that watching that the first time? Because like it I was, was like, they never. Yeah. No, it was great because um, the books uh, they haven't met yet in the books, yeah. and I think there was a worry that we weren't going to get that this season. And the showrunners yeah. came out and said, like, we know we might have annoyed some people, but we wanted to expediate that timeline yeah. because it didn't seem fair to have Tyrion traveling this entire season and yeah. not have him meet Daenerys at some yeah. point, especially since it's dragging. I mean, and the the Tyrion-Daenerys alliance makes so much sense that yeah. if you've read the books and know the characters, you know that as soon as they meet and get over that initial, like, hey, Targaryen, Lannister, yeah. we don't like each other, they're going to be a good team. So you just want to yeah. kind of get to that point afterwards. Well, exactly. I mean, as someone who's only seen them, like, together, yeah. uh, like, I was like, oh, this, that's right. Like, they haven't met. Uh, it's one of those things, because I think this is the episode where Tyrion... Because the la- Tyrion's end in the books is he's a slave with Jorah. So I think the, yeah. like this was the first episode that truly surpassed Tyrion's storyline story in yeah. the novels. And, it, you know, from here, it's like, yeah, this all kind of l- makes sense. Yeah. For, like, you could read this in the forthcoming novels and be like, yeah, that's a that's about that's what I would expect on. to yeah. happen to Tyrion. That's nice. Yeah, uh, I was curious about that. Um, before we get into this, I wanted to reach out to my sponsor. You have a sponsor? Yeah, uh, it's called Jail Veal. Um, Jail Veal? Yeah, mm. or, or venison. Um, several different parts of deer. Uh, but yeah, this week's sponsor is Jail Venison. Jail Venison. Um, little bit different than regular venison. Okay. Uh, for the fact that it's served in jail. It's served in jail. That's what makes it special. That's about it. Okay. Um, so anywhere you can go to prisons, uh, pick up Jail Veal. 
Uh, well, she didn't pick sense. it up. She threw it on the ground. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, well, they recommend serving, but you can throw. Um, you can spit on. You can do whatever you want, but okay. really, uh, really up for users. So wherever y- your local jail is, <laughs> your local jail. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone does have one. That is a true statement. Um, cool. So last scene that will. Uh, most important scene, I would say. I guess the one before that. Uh, Queen Marjorie, Cersei talk. Uh, Marjorie's obviously broken. Cersei's like, good. And then we then go talk to Cersei and the High Sparrow. Um, and I was writing down this as he was happening. I was like, he's telling you his plan. He's like the bad guy telling you the... <laughs> I, yeah, so th- this... I think we talked about this earlier in the season before we... our, our holiday break. But th- this shit kind of... It makes Cersei out to be more of an idiot than she is. A thousand percent. Because here's here's what happens in the novels. Here's what happens. She's got. There's a period where uh, her dad's dead. Um, her her son is underage. Tyrion's gone. Jaime's gone. She is without a doubt in control. But yeah. she's threatened by Marjorie. She legitimizes the sparrows because she knows that they can help her keep control over the city and yeah. she sees a way to get rid of the Tyrells. Yeah. At the same time, she has these two knights, the Kettlebacks. Both of their twin brothers and she's fucking both of them. Neither of the other ones know about it. Oh, and they're nice. kind of like her her like ultimate toadies, both yeah. super loyal to her. Yeah. Um and she, it's like she goes to the sept one day after Marjorie's been captured and like they lead her into like the main chamber and they find like one of the brothers has like been hung by chains above like the grounds because the other brother felt so bad about it that he turned oh. and told them about it and they've got the other brother. Lancel's still there, yeah. but Lancel has this thing that happens to him earlier in the show that basically like, oh, that traumatized him so much, he's basically a vegetable. Yeah. Like, he's He joins up with these guys, he's our entry into them, but I he's feel. not cogent enough to yeah. do what he what he does yeah in the show like in the first episode of this season they have that conversation cersei and lancel yeah. where he tells her like i've joined them because i feel this guilt over what we did yeah and this entire time as she's been giving them all this power she knows that like that that's her the cousin yeah. whom she fucked and gave a bunch of secrets to that yeah. incriminate her yeah. is with these guys. How does she not want to take at him all. out? Like, at all. How does it never cross her mind that, the, this, that this one guy who she knows is weak and unstable. And the reason why he joined. Knows all her secrets. Yeah. And would Would not use out. that against. And not even use it against. Like, on top of all of that, she goes unarmed and without any kind of escort it's well and well it is so contrived well and i mean the other bit about it is that like from the beginning we knew the highest sparrow was here to take was here to level the playing field yes uh even i think even watching that from the other perspective like so cersei knew that going in she knew what she was doing but she she was not precocious at all she was not careful she was just very, I don't, I, but I don't see her reason for it. I, she wasn't mourning. No. She wasn't, a, like, she was just kind of freewheeling. And I, it just, I, I mean, I, I, I really love this show, but th- I can only see this as weak writing. Yeah. I, I, I just, it is the hoops you have to jump through to justify how Cersei gets captured. Yeah. 
require such a bias towards her lack of foresight that you kind of wonder, like, then why bother caring about this character at all? Yeah. If she is that stupid, how <laughs> is she not, not see those other things? And the, the annoying thing is the books provided a framework for it to happen in a more nuanced, in a more, like, this was a sting operation. Yeah. We outmaneuvered you, and we got you, and you didn't yeah. see it coming. This wasn't an outmaneuvering. No. This was a... Uh, Terrible, but the thing is, is we know she has good foresight, so you're, or she, we know she can plan ahead, so like, how she missed the opportunity is very it's interesting. It's crazy. But, uh, next week, I believe we're gonna be seeing John. John's uh, gonna do some stuff, yeah, next week's yeah. episode's real good. Yeah, I'm gonna see some John. Excited to watch that one. Um, I, maybe some, what's, uh. This was the season that I, lo I watched largely on an iPad, so really? it's exciting to get to see it, like, on a TV. On, a t on an actual, like, good-sized screen. <laughs> Fair, fair, yeah. fair. Uh, other than that, I don't have anything left. Neither do I. All right, we, we killed it. Yeah, we did. A fishing episode. All right, I've been Alex. I've been Colin. All right, you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Send our website. Send us emails. Is, we like emails. I've got nothing, uh, dot com yeah. or Twitter, I've got nada. I love you if you're listening to this. All of us. All right. Oh.